Did you just get real nervous? No. Yeah. You kind of pulled back Did a little you? bit on me. You gave me a real weird look. I know. That's why you're like. <laughs> That's kind of how I work. Devil stares. Now you're just. Is it because I have red hair? Your face is red. You just swore. Now I got a. Sorry. <laughs> There's five seconds of editing for me. Thanks, guy. Hold on. Let me it's mark the time. Literally one check. Can you give me a? Here's you got a pen? Thanks. All right, so let's just mark all those times. 21, 36-ish. Okay, are you done? Did you get it on your system? I, I can't make promises. Oh, my gosh. Is there a beep? Like, can we put a beep in? Yeah, I yes, edit he it. He does. He adds the beep. We need a button. I don't have that. This is low-key, man. How about you beep yourself? Mm, too much self-responsibility. What's up, Geekiverse? It's Bruner 1.0. I'm here with Josh and Christy, also known as Mom and Dad. I, sorry, was I not supposed to bring that up? <laughs> I think they need a backstory. Backstory, mom and dad. Uh, I've known these guys since, uh, Chrissy, since I was in second grade. Josh, since I was in high school. Uh, they have been together since high school. They're now married. I was in their wedding. And I lived with them in college, and I called them mom and dad. Is, there, is that fair enough? Anything yeah, that pretty much does it. <laughs> Don't sound so ashamed that I made that joke. There's a family portrait There's a us. family portrait above us. I gave that to not you for your birthday. Yeah, you Best birthday gift I've gotten. <laughs> I think that's probably the only birthday gift. Yeah. Probably no, I birthday. took you to Jurassic. Was it Jurassic World? Yeah. D box. Right. Last, last year, or the year before. That yeah. was a great movie. Yeah. So I, I've, you know, I've stepped up my game on your birthday. Uh, your birthday's coming up too. I know. It's in a week. You're old. I'm not as old as you. I'm the youngest one here. And yet you're my father. Say it. That's kind of a long story. Go ahead. We got time. All right. So Christy and I went to the casino. Okay. Which one? Firekeepers. Okay. Battle Creek. Battle Creek yeah. uh, two weeks ago, we're going down the escalator, and there's always a security guard when you go down the escalator to check IDs. As soon as we hit the escalator, the guy rushes over and just stares at Christy, takes her ID, and goes, you look a lot younger than I thought you were going to be. <laughs> she goes, how old do you think I was going to be? 14. Oh, no, that's not right. He goes, you look younger than my granddaughter. She goes, how old's your granddaughter? 14. What? Yeah. Two minutes and 39 seconds. Thank you, Josh, for that one. Um, oh, apologies. For the record, Christy does look young. I don't think she looks 14. 14. Well, I don't think it was help. It didn't help that I was wearing, like, a, a Minnie Mouse shirt at the time. She was. I mean, you are an avid Disney fan. I get that, but... <laughs> Mouseketeer shirt. Yeah, nice. original Mouseketeer. Yeah. But you're not 14. No. Nor are you close to looking 14. I'd say like 23. Yeah. 22. Yeah, that's pretty good. Maybe not 27, yeah, correct? Yeah, correct. okay, but <laughs> 14? 14 seems really young. That's the lowest I've ever gotten. Speaking of 14-year-olds. Wow. Yeah, What's I don't, the transition? I was going to go with Hawk, but I think he's 18. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're here to talk young about... Heath Ledger. Yeah, Young Heath Ledger. See, I wrote that in my review. We're here to talk about The Path Season 2. Uh, it's a Hulu exclusive. You only see it on Hulu. And they actually release it as if it were a TV show, which I don't like. Now that I think once about that. Once a week. Yeah. yeah, it's once a yeah, week. Yeah, they should do Netflix, binge watch it all yeah, at once. Yeah, where they release it all at once. Why not? Well, here's the problem with Netflix binge watching. So, like, uh, House of Cards, I just binge watched that for an entire weekend. And I, I feel like I forget everything. 
Not that I didn't do that with this series because yeah. someone had to go to Europe. But do you forget everything? Yeah, okay, that was a joke at my vacation. That was good. Do you forget everything because Both you're watching your NHL or you're playing NHL 17 at the same time while you're watching it? You read one review where I say that, and now it's something I do. This one, House of Cards, I binge watch the whole thing alone in my bed. Oh, this is oh, getting weird. <laughs> Wasn't there a threesome in this season? No. No, that was two seasons okay. ago. There wasn't in this one. There was some weird stuff in season five. Right. Uh, my point is, I, I did not like. I was not uh, distracted by any means. I was strictly so watching House of the Cards. Whole thing. But I feel like I forgot stuff. Now, Master of None season two, I watched on my couch. Still need to watch it. I did not play video games. I strictly watched it, and I remembered the majority of it. So I don't know. The point is, had we watched this show, The Path season two, Aaron Paul, Michelle Monaghan, whoever the heck plays Cal. Is he some dude? Has he been in anything some else? Some guy? I don't know. You're going to Google, Google, Google it? We're Googling. All right, I'll fill time as you Google. Um, okay, so I agree. You'll fill time as you Google. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I agree that maybe binging, you don't... Uh, you don't get like the full connection with the show. Like You don't have time to think back about it and kind of reflect on the Yeah, I just go episode after yeah, episode. You just keep watching, and you can kind of get mindlessly lost in it. But it's so much fun. Binge watching? Yeah, I prefer binging. Or just being able to watch when I want. If I want to watch two episodes at a time... You do it. Let me watch two episodes at a time. I, I'm trying to do that with Orange is the New Black. Uh, I'm on season... I think it's season five. I'm on episode four. And I woke up, and it was on season nine, or episode nine. And I was like, wow, I can't binge watch because I'm old and can't stay awake. I feel like I'm 90 years old. So, if it were Hulu one week at a time, I would have easily just stayed up for that hour, hopefully... I do not have a good track record of staying no. awake during things. You don't stay awake during any show we watch ever. Uh, well, uh, shall we tell the story of what I just slept through the last week? Where, where did, oh, where did we go? Yeah. Um, here, here we go. This is how good I am at being a host. Quick plug. Ready? So I went to Fandango oh, because no. we wanted to get Captain Underpants tickets. I bought Captain Underpants tickets through Fandango. And by doing that, I helped the Geekiverse get a little kickback. So what you can do... What a genius. What you can do, thegeekiverse.com slash movie tickets. You buy the tickets you're already going to buy through Fandango, and it helps the Geekiverse fund uh, stupid stuff that we do, like go to E3 in Los Angeles. Or this. Or this. Yeah, no, this is just me. I bought all this equipment. Screw the Geekiverse. Shh. I did all Tell this. people that. No, this is all me, baby. I did this. This is for my well-being and my sanity. Which well, is... and this was the last episode with Austin Bruner. <laughs> he is a former member of the Geekiverse. No, Josiah loves me. And Pete loves me, and Adam loves me, and Seth loves me. They all hate me. It's a joke. Chelsea, Maggie, I'm forgetting names. Now that's not good. Uh, Jeff, I just did a podcast with Pav on wrestling. Anyway, Cal. Hugh Dancy? Hugh Dancy? Hugh Dancy. What's he been on? Hold me closer, tiny Dancy. <laughs> He's he is, British? Oh, he does look British in this picture. Yeah, he doesn't picture look British. Hold on, let me see the pic. Here you go. Holy crap, he's British. Yeah. But he doesn't have a British accent at all. It's Cal. Well, a lot of people do that. Like in Chuck. Um, Sarah? Yeah, Sarah. She's Australian. Sarah! Has a, has a seriously strong Australian accent. You're not going to drop a Lou on me? Lou! <laughs> Should we tell that story now, too? This no, we podcast really don't is nothing that. about the path. We've been talking for seven minutes. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, the three of us watched Chuck from start to, name? start to finish. Lou? Yeah. Uh, the girl from the OC. Yeah. Not the slutty one. What wow. I don't know her name. 
Not Misha Barton. Yeah, Misha Barton. What? Summer or something. Summer. No. She, her name. Her character name was Summer in the OC because I watched okay, the OC. All right, we'll Google Summer in the OC. And I was like, Seth, you lucky son of a gun. You get Summer. to make out with all the hot girls. I don't know who Seth is. I never watched the Se- OC. <laughs> All right, there goes my man card. I watch the OC. And Rachel not... Bilson. Rachel Bilson. Rachel Bilson. Married to who? I don't know. Oh. Who's she married to? Google that, too. This is the worst podcast of all time. We're just going to keep going. <laughs> right. I don't care. Rachel Bilson. <laughs> I think it's entertaining. I've listened to some of the other podcasts we've done, and we've talked about nonsense like this for 20 minutes, so why not? Let's keep oh, going. Oh, Anakin Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Oh, Christian. Hayden, yeah, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. Oh, I mixed that, it up. You mixed it up. <laughs> Christian Hayden. my mind. <laughs> Christian Hadenson. <laughs> he has two last names. <laughs> he does. He's uh, the Ricky Bobby of last names. Ricky Bobby. I had a uh, Yvonne Strahovski. Yeah, yeah. Also Sarah. married. Yeah. Oh, to who? Pretty sure she's married. I don't know. Check it. They're a cute couple. Oh my gosh, they are. They're adorbs. So I have this fascination with like trying to go after famous people, and it never works to my advantage. Like Ashley Dew, I called Ashley Dew is a cosplayer. Do you know what cosplay is? Who was I looking for? Nope. Uh, Yvonne Strahovski. Yvonne Strahovski. Uh, uh, cosplayers are people who like dress up in gaming costumes and they go to like events and stuff. Okay. Whatever. So Ashley Dew is a pretty famous one. She's just hot. She's gorgeous. Whatever. So I put it up on Twitter. We made a YouTube video. If I get 100 retweets, uh, maybe Ashley Dew will go on a date with me. And it was inspired by this tennis story. Some really attractive tennis player went on a date with some dude randomly because he got a bunch of retweets. Whatever. Yeah. So I tried doing all this, and I was like, Ashley, do if I get 100 retweets, you got to go out with me. And she's like, um, you didn't even ask me on a date. You just tried to get retweets on Twitter. Oh. That didn't work out, did it? <laughs> so step one, ask the girl on a date, Austin. Uh, Be honest, I didn't listen to any of that. I was uh, Googling Yvonne Stravsky's husband. She's not married. Oh! Yep. She's available. I'm going to set the mood here. Um, Yvonne Strahovski, also oh known as God. Sarah Walker in... Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> uh, this is my formal announcement that I am asking you on a date. Um, I think we can find a nice pizza place maybe in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. and it'll You're be not going to go to her? She has to come to Grand Rapids? Am I going to go to freaking Los Angeles? For Yvonne Strahovski, you wouldn't go to Los Angeles? I wouldn't even go to Los Angeles for E3, guy. E3's better than Yvonne Strahovski? <laughs> if you ask anyone in the Geekiverse, they're going to say yes. I... Okay. <laughs> Margot Robbie. I was thinking of Australian She's actresses. She's married. She's married. Is she? That was also my... She's fa- like 23. She just got married. What? To some Australian dude or Canadian dude or something. What are we doing here? Uh, Margot Robbie Holy also... Cow, she is. I told you. Tom Ackerley? Joe Sia, who you don't know, okay. but I'm going to bring Sia. him up. Yeah, I don't know why I did that. Joe Sia brought it up to me uh, in our little Slack chat that uh, she's married. They're not going to last. Margot Robbie was also my fantasy Is girl. Is it Robbie or Robbie? Uh, Robbie, whatever. After she was in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Well, she was everybody's fantasy girl after Wolf You're of Wall Street. You're darn right. See how I censured myself? Learn how to do darn. it, guy. I, sorry. Uh, and then as Harley Quinn, gorgeous. A little crazy, but, you know. It's an attractive family. It's her brother. Dang. Did you just say dang? He's, He's an attractive, attractive dude. dude. <laughs> He's an attractive dude. He's an attractive guy. I just wasn't expecting that. Anyway, so the path. Those jeans, though. Sorry. The path season two. Sorry for that 10 minute introduction. So, are oh. we done here? Yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. We talked nothing about the path aside from learning who Cal was and that he's British. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, well, we did. Yeah, that was right. Related. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, the path season two. We When did we start season one? Like 
20 years ago? When it first started? That's when, okay, why did we start season one? Looked crazy good. We just found it, right? Yeah. And I remember Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, so I was always interested in that. It's still on my list. You haven't watched Breaking Bad, I no. forgot. Yeah, I know. So he says one word a lot in that show, and it made him famous, kind of. A swear word that we're not allowed to use now. Good. Yeah, I didn't yeah, say it. You're learning. Nice job, it. man. Okay, so Aaron Paul, he is the main character in the show. He is Eddie Lane. He is a part of the Myrus movement. The Myrus are essentially a cult. What I mean, what yeah. else do you call yeah. it? Yeah, cult. Okay. Religious yeah. cult movement. Religious cult movement. Uh, he's married to Sarah Wa- Sarah Walker. Sarah Ron Walker. Ah, I got Yvonne on the mind. Sarah Lane. Got they Yvonne have kids named mind. Hawk and Summer. Summer. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I always forget about the daughter. <laughs> well, she well, she doesn't really have a big part. No. She's in the show a little bit. She's yeah. there. She's there. Um, and then season two kind of starts off. Cal's leaving the movement. He's done. He really he thinks it's all baloney, right? I mean. Is that how season two starts? I'm struggling to remember now. I don't think that's how season two How season two starts? Let's go. You've got it up on there. I, I can pull it up. Well, yeah. Se- how does season... Th- Doesn't season two start with Eddie pretty much out of the movie? Cal... Yeah, Eddie gets kicked out. Did he get kicked out or did he choose to leave? Well, he gets classified a denier. So it makes it both. Because he called it baloney and then he gets classified yeah. a denier. So yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But I mean, ultimately, he did get kicked out. Okay. Okay. So for people who don't know, if you're a denier... That means you don't believe in the teachings of the movement. You are forced to separate yourself from your family forever. Can never have communication with them or anybody else in the movement. Right. And yeah, you're exiled. Yeah. Exiled. Perfect word. Correct. Mm -hmm. So Eddie's exiled essentially. Uh, And then Cal and Sarah are the new guardians of the light. Yes. 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 Okay. So. Ah, season two starts. With Eddie going to see Steve, Steve uh, Meyer, who was oh, formerly yes. the leader of the Meyer, Meyerus in movement Peru. in Peru. Yep. Steve wakes up from his coma, right. um, yeah. tells Eddie that he was supposed to be the leader of the cult or the movement, and then they both get struck by lightning. Steve then falls off of a cliff and dies. <laughs> Just dies. That tends to happen when you fall off a cliff and get struck, and by, get struck by lightning <laughs> at the same time. It's a double dipper Very right there. Series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Another Netflix show we need to watch. Are we really yeah. going to keep tangent? Yeah, right. I want to. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, I think Jamie, wait, who is Josiah's sister, I'm going to bring up random, yeah. like, their characters in a, in a novel for me, reviewed that, and she said it was really good. Anyway, so Cal also gets struck by lightning, as we said, and he gets this gnarly tattoo on his Eddie. back. Eddie. Yeah. Cal. Cal does not get struck by lightning. This is why they're here. Um, yeah, Eddie gets struck by lightning. Steve gets struck by lightning. Steve dies, as you said. Uh, Eddie has a huge tattoo on his back of like a huge lightning bolt, and it's pretty much perceived that he's the uh, the guardian of the light. Yeah. In all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. However, Sarah and Cal, right? Correct on the Current names here. Guardians yes. of the light are the actual guardians of the light in their mind. So there's the uh, inherent power struggle at the beginning of season two, um, and. Uh, I, I was when I was doing this little note thing here, as I have in front of my face. I don't. I still don't get the water part. Why did the water part come into play? The water part. The whole water pollution. Yeah. Why did it come oh. into play in the first place? I understand. We talked. We went through every episode. We read every summary before we started doing this and talking. Uh, you know, incoherently for fifteen minutes. Um, but I don't remember how the water part came into play in the first place. 
because people were getting sick. They noticed people were coming in or they would... So the Myers movement was delivering safe water That's right. to neighborhoods that needed them. That's right. Because they were getting sick off of the, the tap water, basically. City water. Right. Okay, so <laughs> we have a lot of power struggles here. So Cal, Sarah, they are your leaders of the light, guardians of the light, whatever. Eddie... He's a denier, but he's also the actual guardian of the light because Steve essentially chose him. And then we've got the water power struggle in Clarksville. Clarksville, yeah. Clarksville, Clarksville New York. Is that a real city in New York? Well, I can Google it. <laughs> I feel like I should know this. I lived in New York for a time or two. A couple of years. And they're in upstate New York. There's a Clarksville, Michigan. There's a Clarkston, Michigan. Is there also a Clarksville, Michigan? A, what? what? Yeah. Clarksville? I've never heard of Clarkston, Michigan. There's a Clarksville, You've Michigan. never heard of Clarkston? Uh, so, small story and how I know there's a Clarkston, Michigan. Uh, three of my roommates... I'm sure everybody cares. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Hurt. Hurt feelings. Yeah, dead there air is not going to... Clarksville, Albany County, New York. Albany, so it's way north. Yeah. Yeah. Clarkston, Michigan. A couple of my roommates in college are from there. See, I kept it short. You happy now? That was now? good. That was, that was good. good. Thanks. Was good. I apologize. Thanks. Also, they have a, a big concert venue there. Really? DTE Energy Center, I believe, is technically in. Oh, so it's by Detroit? Yeah. Oh, East Side. East Side. I don't know why I did that. I have no allegiance to the East Side. (laughs) West Side's better. West Side's better. Ann Arbor's good. The rest is my. Sorry, any East Siders. Are you done insulting everyone on the East Side of Michigan? (laughs) Goodness. It's not my favorite. Wow. Okay. Oh. Nope, it's what you're going to say. So, Clarksville, geographically, is three hours and 20 minutes from New York City. They split time there an awful lot for being such a long drive. Yeah. That's an inconsistency in the show. Yeah, so, uh, well, because New York City, great tie-in. Look at you go, podcast pro already. New York City is where Cal buys a new building. Is it a new center? Formerly a homeless shelter that he wants to turn into continued homeless shelter services and other public outreach programs. However, it cost him $5 million. Yes. The movement does not have $5 million. I think they had like two and a half, three million that they were willing to spend on it. Right. And Cal basically does this on his own. He doesn't consult Sarah. He doesn't consult anyone else in the movement, really. He well, Russell, Sarah's brother, was there with him when he was purchasing it and telling him to stop. Because Sarah told him to because she thought he was going to do something like that. Right. So Cal, feeling the urgency of the power struggle going on in the movement, wants to assert his authority, right? prove that he knows what he's doing and can be a good leader yeah and i think he just i think he believes like this is going to set the movement up for success in his own twisted mind uh but because of that the movement's in a huge hole they it's not really debt i mean i guess it is they debt. can't pay the taxes they can't pay yeah, the taxes. taxes for it so there's two ways to go about this cal's way is he tries to get the movement classified as religion by the government and won't that that'll save him money somehow i can't remember how that works religious Organizations have tax, tax exemption. status, right. so but the movement doesn't consider itself a real, an official religion. So there's a lot of power struggle with that decision too. That was Steve's ideology. St- ideology. Ideology you know. that yeah. Sarah agrees with. Right, Sarah agrees. We are not going to mess with the government. That's not our deal. We are not supposed to be involved in that whatsoever. At least for now. At least for now. <laughs> um, so what does she do? She uh, blackmails former members of the uh, movement. Using their burdening tapes. Using their burdening tapes. So something that they do in the movement, the Myers movement, is they go to sessions with, is it always Richard? 
I feel like it was Richard most of the time. So. I think it's yeah. usually Richard. Yeah. Which I'm, what's his title? Like being a news guy, if I were to say Richard so and so underscore or underline, what's his title? Richard. President, comma Myers movement, but he's not a president. I don't know what he technically is. It's a good question. He's just some dude. Well, he was some dude. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. Too soon? Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Strategy. No one's going to get that joke. That's way too long to explain. <laughs> <laughs> strategy. Yeah, strategy. So this one time we were playing... No. No, jeez. We won't go into that story. Just understand that strategy is a thing, and every time you say it, you got to whisper it. Just have strategy. There you go. <laughs> Richard's strategy is to... Listen to these unburdenings. I don't know what his title is. Still, I don't. Even, I can't find it. All right, so I think Richard he's just is a dude. Supposed to help people work through their problems. He's like a counselor. Them. Yeah, he's a counselor. Yeah. I don't know what Ari is, which rung on the ladder he is. He's, he's got to be high. He's got to be pretty high if he's doing this. So anyway, Richard listens to all these people. They unburden. That's basically like I would equate it to confessionals. Yeah. But yeah. they 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 audio tape them. Yeah. They audio tape them. They record them. They there record you go. Them. That's the word I wanted. <laughs> they record them through an audio tape. Whatever. Kind of like we're doing now. Hey. Uh, so anyway, uh, Sarah, she gets these tapes, and she goes to past members of the movement who have since left and are basically, I guess they're deniers because they're in the real world now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. They're probably. De- they're deniers. She goes into the real world and says, hey, remember that one time when you unburdened us and we helped you through this tough time? Well, now if you don't give us a bunch of money, I'm going to let the person that you impacted know what you did. So we get people who, like, cheat on their wives. We get people, I think, did the one guy rape a girl? He kind of insinuated that, but I don't know. I don't know. A lot of them didn't go into a lot of detail. There was not really detail. It was just, like, the base of, like, You just get the idea that that these are all very flawed people who have skeletons in their closet that they don't want other people to know about. Right. Right. The one guy, there was something about a 14-year-old girl. That's why I I kind of insinuated that. Um, Wait, Christy? Okay, that got weird. <laughs> because of the guy. I know we told the story, but I'm talking about something to very serious story. here. <laughs> Jiminy Crickets guy. <laughs> Whew. This is PG guy. I mean, not now. I gotta take all your swear words out. Anyway. One time. Yeah. So, Sarah. <laughs> I've got three times here, man. Three well, times the, at least. The others are at the very beginning. Solid chunk. You can get them out, no props. <laughs> Sarah, in the end through this blackmail system, gets all the money she needs. And she slaps it on the table and says, here you go, Cal, we've paid it off. And she feels terrible about it. I believe in one of the summaries we wrote, or we read, sorry, we read it, she physically got ill. Like, she is disgusted with herself that she did this. Um, I, I guess, where does Sarah... <sighs> the weird thing for me is that how they're supposed to be good people... The Myers think they're, you know, phenomenal people as far as morals and stuff like that. And then they do crap like this. Yeah. Like, to me, that's almost a social commentary on real religion in the real world today. Oh. Yeah, we're getting deep here, guy. Oh. We don't have to. We, I don't want to go there. We keep moving. We keep moving. <laughs> so it's all about weighing good versus, I mean, one small transgression versus the greater good, right? I mean, she thinks that if she does this little blackmail that in the end doesn't really impact anybody she thinks. Right. And it, But it saves the movement, which in turn helps hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of people. Small sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah. 
How many people do you think are in the Myers movement? Because I, when I was researching... I mean, it's the same 20 people in that little <laughs> camp every time, well, right? Well, okay, but how many people do you think? Well, Cal mentions thousands. Yep. When, uh, when Eddie threatens to become a leader, Cal's like, you can't handle the responsibilities of thousands of lives. So, so when I was doing research for this, I, this was shocking to me. Maybe it won't be to you, but uh, I believe it said 6,000 people total. I got a shocked face. Win-win. <laughs> I got a shocked face from Christy. Um, so there are three or 6,000 people in three separate locations, Peru, San Diego, and uh, New York. Where are the San Diego and Felicia is from San Diego. So she heads that department or uh, location? I guess that's one way to look at it. Yeah, um, maybe. She, well, remember, well, Steve was in Peru. Well, Steve was in a coma in Peru. Right, yeah. but they didn't know that. Who that's true. That? Who put him there? Ever, no one knew that except for no, yeah. Cal and Steve, or not Steve, Eddie. That's right. Because remember, the whole movement's like, all right, Steve. So then Cal just, probably put him there. That's another question we As don't we know. we ask questions wow. about season one. Well, I mean, we still don't know who put... That's a question overall. Who put Steve in a coma? Was he just old and crippled? No. He, right, who put him in a coma then? Yeah. And remember, wow. there was the rumor that someone pushed him off a cliff. It wasn't lightning. We know it was lightning because we saw it. But remember, they all well, thought... Well, because the townspeople in Peru found his body at the bottom of the cliff and they saw Eddie standing... That wasn't well, they in s- Peru, right? That was No, that was in Peru. That was in Peru. They saw Eddie, but they didn't realize who it was standing at the top of the cliff, so they assumed that he pushed him off. Right. Oh, you're right. Okay. But okay. the but like who but put who him in the coma? Put him there? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, I don't That's know. a good question. It's a deep question for season three, maybe. No one's ever talked about that. We're talking about it right now. On this podcast. Hashtag Geekiverse. Hash yes. <laughs> My man. Uh, I don't know where to go where I was going with that. Sarah, greater good, oh, religion, yeah. things. Oh, uh, San Diego. Uh, Cal and Eddie both. Eddie didn't go to San Diego. Cal went to San Diego, right? Isn't that where he was in California with the one little music girl? Oh, for. And then he had sex with music girl's what's mom. Her name's mother. Wasn't oh, that San Diego? Noah's mom. Noah. Noah. Yeah. 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 I think it was San. So Diego. So that was another San Diego. That's interesting. Faction of the Myers cult. I guess I never put those two together. Why did Cal go to San Diego in the first place? He wanted money from Noah's mom, right? I think he went under the guise of work, but it was really just to... Was Cal's mother in San Diego? Cal's mother died. No, Cal's mother was in New York in the apartment building with Sarah. So, yeah. So, that's right. Cal went to San Diego to try and get money from Noah's mom because Noah was... Noah's a member of the... Noah's a member of the Myers movement. Noah's the one hooking up with Hawk. With Hawk. Yes. Okay. Young Heath Ledger. Young Heath Ledger. If you got to look him up. Yeah, whoever with plays, long hair. With long hair, that dude is straight up Young Heath Young Ledger. Young Heath Ledger. It's all the ladies. It's not fair. Uh, <laughs> so Young Heath Ledger, a.k.a. Hawk, is uh, hooking up with this girl named Noah. Noah's mother is a former member of the movement. She makes money. She makes bank. I, I believe she's like a music. She was. She's a music. She's a manager? Manager. Yeah. Oh, I thought she actually sang. I think she used to. She used to. But she's a manager now. She oh, manages the young she manages, yeah. the yeah. young punk star yep. pop icon. And she's basically like, all right, or Cal needs to fund this $5 million purchase he just made, and he can't do it. So he goes off to get money in San Diego from her. Uh, and he ends up hooking up with uh, young Heath Ledger. Holy crap. He just pulled up the picture. He ends up hooking up with uh, the young pop icon's mother. 
Uh, and while he's there, Cal's mother dies in New York with Sarah. Not because Sarah killed her. She's just old and dying. Right? She's on her deathbed. There you go. Yeah. She's sick. She's old. And Former alcoholic. Who isn't these days? Am I right? I can't oh. agree to that. Nope. <laughs> I mean, look, all of us are kind of in this. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so that impacts Cal in a very weird way. He's distraught, for sure. But I... But hiding it because he didn't have a good relationship with his mom. Right, and I... Doesn't want to admit that her death bothers him. Yeah. And then in that whole aspect, isn't that when we learn that Steve is kind of messed up? Steve and Cal had a messed up relationship? Yeah, it was right after that. right, because Cal's mom wants him to come back so she can say something to him before she dies. He says, I don't, basically says, I don't care what she has to say, so... Right. She tells Sarah that she was sorry she wasn't able to stop Steve from... Sexually abusing him. Yeah, sexually yeah. abusing him as a child. Yeah. So that was pretty messed up that we learned that. Steve is... Uh... That's really the first time we kind of get the sense that Steve isn't all everybody thinks he is. He's right. not a good He's guy. more flawed than you would think. Th- this reminds me of, and we were talking about this before, uh, a, a podcast I listen to frequently is the last podcast on the left. They, they talk about real-life murderers and you know, bad people, religious cults, 9-11. They talked about a lot of different stuff that's bad in the world. And they talked about the children of God, and later of that was the same way. Like, he led a religious cult, sexually abused people, and he said it was for the, the best interest of the religion. It's very weird. And I feel like Steve's the same way, and it freaks me out. <laughs> like, I don't want to believe that these people are so blind that they just follow Steve, but that's what they do. Like, they just follow anything that happens in the, God, the light. They're... At, at the beginning of season two, there's AR, right? And then Cal writes the last three rungs of the ladder. like, And they just believe it. They're just like, yeah, those are the last three rungs. Cool. They believe it under the guise that Steve wrote it. I don't care if Steve wrote, you know, the Bible. Like, I'm not just going to believe it. This is it. their Bible, right? I guess. It's their doctrine. It just... So if you were to write a book and it tells me to, like, you know, climb this fake ladder and, and through that I'll get eternal sanctity i don't know what i'm looking for Uh, salvation there you go yeah yeah that's why you're here eternal salvation like i'm not gonna do it just because you tell me to but you would if i was really convincing and you were really messed up i am really messed up you're not that messed up i guess not hey i'm not that messed up this is a shining moment for you this is a great podcast i've learned i'm not that messed up so cal and sarah are pretty messed up because they believe in all this crap uh eddie is a denier I'm trying to figure out where to go from here. Do we go back to Eddie? I feel like we need to go back to Eddie. I mean, we can go back to Eddie. Eddie and Sarah. There's a lot of weird love triangles in this ep- in this season. Uh, Sarah and Cal, they go to a conference talking about religion, and in the whole thing, they talk about themselves, and they end up hooking up. Yes. Weirdest moment of the series for me, personally. Yeah, I would agree with that. I didn't want Sarah and Cal to hook up ever. Me either. Cal wanted it. Well, he's weird about it. He wanted it the whole time. That sick freak. Cal has loved Sarah his whole life. Yeah. Sarah to Cal is like that one girl in high school, and I swear if either of you name names, I will hurt you. Because I know, yeah, you caught on already. <laughs> Sarah to Cal is that one girl in high school that you've always been crushing Wait, on. Wait, are we talking about? Ah! Um... Yeah. Is that one girl in high school that you always had a crush on, and she just didn't give you the light of day, and then finally you hook up with her. 
Wait, you hooked up? No, with... never happened. <laughs> you would know. Did you guys kiss? Never, not Was once. Was it magic? <laughs> Was it like a dream? <laughs> uh, anyway, no, none of those things happened, and then you know that never happened with me. Um, so uh, yeah, it got weird. Way to go. So much inside baseball. Inside baseball. Speaking of baseball, what? Sarah and Cal hit a home run with each other. Wow, that was pretty good. Thanks. Um, I don't know how Sarah feels about that. I think she's down with it, like, to begin with. I think her and Cal are going to be the new couple that leads the Myris movement. I think she was finally becoming okay with it. Yeah. Sarah has gone through the most changes in thought of of anyone else in the season. Oh, yeah. I think at the beginning, she's really distraught with Eddie being kicked out, and she, like, wants to reconnect and get back together, but then she's spending more time with Cal because they're both leaders of the movement. She really starts to fall for him because he's so into her. Well, I think it feels right to her, like, that they would be together because they're leading the movement together. Right. So kind of sets they're itself on the same up in pa- a way. They're on the same page in a way that her and Eddie aren't because Eddie doesn't believe in the movement at all, and it's, it's like, the most important thing in Sarah's life. Yeah. Okay, so you guys are married. Yeah. This won't, yeah. Be, this won't be too personal. <laughs> yeah. I promise. It might be. I don't know. Uh, so if you, if you, Christy, did not have the same like religious beliefs as Josh, that would probably, you know, cause a little rift in the relationship, eh? Like if one of you devoutly believes something and the other one devoutly believes something else. I'm trying to set up that Sarah and Eddie. Right. So let's assume you had a strong religious opinion. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I held the opposite religious opinion. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that would be rough. It would be rough. There might be some uh, disagreements had, right? Yeah. You might have to leave your kids and wife and just go to a whole different place. You guys don't have kids yet. No. Yet. <laughs> Strategy. Strategy. I'm planting that in your head because I want you to have kids. God. I just want to babysit, man. What? You can watch my parents' dog. I'm going to do that in October. Yeah. See? I remembered. Um... I don't know if I can have a dog in my apartment still. Does he yip? He yeah. yips a lot. He's a Pomeranian. You can stay over here if you want. Yeah, we might, I might have to You can live that. here. Yeah. Because I'm just worried that the little thing's going to yip all night and all day. And then he I'm doesn't gonna... yip all night. He'll yip when you leave the house. I'm sure everybody loves to hear about <laughs> no, dogs fine. yipping. When you leave, he'll yip a lot. Okay. When you come back, he'll be happy, but he won't yip. Well, see, when I had a dog in Buffalo, that's what happened little Cooper, he yipped at when I left, and then the apartment's like, yo, you got a dog in your place. And I was like, yeah, because I'm allowed to. They're like, no, you're not. Okay. We've watched a lot of dogs over here, and nobody cares. No but you're so allowed to have dogs in this apartment. Not. Oh. Ooh. Well, yeah. we can try it at my house, but if it doesn't work, eh, we'll sneak them over here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I was going to say, your, your downstairs neighbors have dogs. They yeah, but we can't have dogs. Why? I don't know. Because you're on a higher floor? I guess. You're going to jump from the window? They separate each apartment, but not, like, buildings. Yeah. They don't live there anymore. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, why would you know that? When we got back from vacation, they weren't here. Uh, just like when Sarah got back to her home and Eddie wasn't there. Masterful. <laughs> Thanks. That was, so, that, was, that was a stretch. I um, didn't really answer that question very, like, extensively. But I'm sure to? if a religion was a very important thing in my life, and that was, like, something that, you know, I took a lot of energy into, um, it would probably be a lot rougher to go through the difference of my husband not believing in the same thing I was believing in. Right. So Sarah feels the same way. Yeah. 
those two grew up together in the Myris movement. They fell in love believing in the ladder and the rungs and climbing that ladder to be a better person and getting eternal... Eternal salvation Thank in you. the garden. I keep wanting to say in sanctity, and that's not... In sanctity. That's sanctity. Not sanctity? Sa sanctity? Sanctity. Is there a C in there? Sanctity. Anyway, Eddie and Sarah <laughs> grew up in that movement. Eddie doesn't believe anymore. He thinks it's total baloney. And I keep saying baloney because I can't say the other word that he actually says. Bull shirt. There you go. Um, but Eddie is starting to come around and believe that he's the guardian of light. And then eventually Sarah realizes that Cal's kind of a snake. Snake in the grass. And then Ed, Sarah goes back to Eddie and they Well, he only killed one of the high-ranking members of the movement. Who hasn't done that? I guess. <laughs> Cal killed... Silas. 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 Uh, the crazy was... hippie dude. Yeah, whether it was... a lot of pot. Who doesn't? he the one running Peru? Oh, Ooh. shoot. That's right. Good so call. who was running yeah. Peru after he died? Nobody noticed. Well, yeah, like well, he, bur he buried him in the freaking uh, forest. Cal buried him in the forest. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sarah did bring up a few times that she didn't, she hadn't heard from him lately because he had been, she had been calling him and stuff too. Right. But she, why was Sarah the only one to notice that Silas is gone forever? Because everyone no. else is busy climbing the rungs or hooking up with random women. As they do. As they do in this movement. I need to join the movement. <laughs> uh, but anyway, well, that's right. That's why Sarah starts freaking out because she finds. Or does Cal lead her to the body? Yeah. Like, is it like the first or second episode? Yeah, Cal leads her to the body yeah. of Silas and says, this is where he's buried, start digging, and then digs, and sure enough, there's a bone or a body or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think she finds bones. Uh, but Sarah goes back to Eddie, and they hook up. And that was weird for me as well. Yeah. Because Eddie just hooked up with that other high school Chloe. classmate, Chloe. Well, isn't he actually, like, dating high school? Yeah, he was dating her. Dating her while still technically married to Sarah. They've never got formally divorced. Yeah. I don't know. Can they get formally divorced? Why not? They're not recognized by the government. They probably didn't get married under They're the government. They're legally married. Are they? Are they? I mean, even if you cohabitate together for so many years, you're legally married. But they don't follow the guise of the government, ever. They have driver's licenses. That's a good point. Well played, sir. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so Eddie and Sarah start... Well... They hook up. They're, like, together, but not. It's all very weird. I don't know yeah. how that plays out. I'm forgetting things now. Sarah and Eddie hook up. They like each other, but they don't know if they like like each other anymore. But they're married. But they're married. And the whole thing is Eddie Eddie tells her he's like the guardian of light. He's got that tattoo. Uh, Sarah sees the tattoo, but she doesn't believe that he's the guardian. I don't think that's a tattoo. Well. It's like a... Like his veins get all messed up. Well, it's how like he would get burned by something. Yeah, it's like yeah, an, it's so ingrained. Like a burn. It's like the lightning grazed his shoulder and burned him down his back. I think it's it might be his veins, yeah, just like bulging out. Yeah, he gets all messed up from the lightning strike. But it looks like a tattoo. Okay, it's probably a tattoo. Physical deformation on his body. Okay, well that got dark. Um, Darn. <laughs> so I can't remember how that goes. Sarah and Eddie hook up, but they're not like together. Is it because Sarah realizes he d he's not a true believer? He's still a denier, technically? Because he's not allowed him back in the movement. Oh, that because too. Because he's a denier, so they can't be together. So they have to sneak around. And right. No one can know. She secretly she brings their kids to him so he can see them. Yeah. Yep. But if anybody else knew that they were meeting and still romantic, she would might get kicked out of the movement, too, and she's the leader. Which is ironic. Don't you think? 
Yes. Which is ironic because, uh, what's her face? Sarah's mom, she did the same thing, essentially. She hooked up with, yeah. what's his face? Kodiak. Kodiak, like a bear. Well, Sarah's mom's interesting because she hooks up with Kodiak, right, who's another member of the movement. Yep. Has an affair, cheats on her husband with this guy, but at the same time, her own daughter was a denier of the movement, and she refuses to go see her daughter anymore. Hasn't seen her in like 20 years. Sarah's sister. Sarah's sister. But her dad does go see her daughter. And has been. Has been for years. For 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time that Sarah's mom has been... uh, Ignoring, I guess. I don't know. Not speaking to Sarah's sister, whose name I forget. Ashley? Not Ashley. Tessa. Tessa. Ashley's the one that Hawks hooks up with. There's a lot of hooking up in this show. Yeah, there's a lot of weird hooking up in this show. And it's not like... It's not good. None of it's enjoyable. (laughs) For us, the viewer. Not what I was getting at. I was going to say it's not like over-romanticized. It's just that's a thing that happens. That's yeah, like monkeys in a documentary. Oh, my God. It's just kind of there and happening. <laughs> anyway, the whole time that Sarah's mother is denying the fact that Tessa even exists, uh, Sarah's father has been going to see Tessa this whole time. Cal goes, not Cal, Eddie. I, why do I keep confusing their names? Their names are so different. They're so different people. Eddie goes and sees Tessa. Are they different people? Cal, ooh. Are they really different? Let me write that down with my left hand, which I can't do. Uh, Scribble, scribble, scribble. We'll get to that in the end. I like that. I never even thought about that. I might have to rewrite my review. Thanks, guy. Uh, Where was I going? Tessa. Cal sees Tessa. Mm -hmm. Eddie sees Tessa. Eddie sees Tessa. Tessa. And Tessa goes back to the movement and confronts the whole family and calls them out on their baloney. Yeah. That was... Probably one of the more powerful scenes in the season for me. Like, once again, we'll go back to the religious thing. Let's say your parents believe something so thoroughly that you didn't. And you had to go confront them and say, you know what? I'm still a person. Yeah. That's pretty emotional. The hell do you do? Nothing. Just I, I mean, it faces. was just speechless. I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> it, yeah, it was pretty leaving you speechless type of moment there. Um... So to me, that sets up the whole part with Eddie where he's confronting all these deniers. He's speaking to all these deniers. And then by the end of the season, Eddie's got his own movement. He's like the anti-Myers movement that sets up the new movement. He's got his own faculty of... Not faculty. Faction. 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 It's got his own faction of deniers. It's a wrestling term. I'm, I'm used to faction. Yeah, faction. Um, but yeah, Eddie has his own faction of deniers. He's setting up in his old house. Um... And it's so weird how he tries to set up a faction of deniers that believe in him, but not the Myrus movement. But in the end, he's still the guardian of the Myrus movement. They're not technically deniers, right? They're people who've gotten kicked out of the movement by Cal. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Uh, Jealousy or... We do find out some of the things that happened is that Cal would either get jealous of some of the people or not agree with them, so just kind of kick them out. Kick them out or convince Steve to kick them out. Right. Convince Steve, quote unquote. Convince Steve, mostly. Yeah. Because Steve's in a coma. Well, even in his childhood, right? Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, like childhood. That's true. So that sets up a weird paradox. I don't know if that's what I'm looking for. It sets up a weird thing because there's two movements by the end of the season. And 
the thing I found really interesting is after Cal, or not Cal, damn it, Eddie. Oh, write that time down. Damn is not a swear word. What? You said a lot worse things than damn. So we can say the, uh... The whole, when I left the Geekiverse in Buffalo, there was a t-shirt on Josiah's chest that said, damn it, Bruner. Because that's kind of like the slang term for me. Damn it, Bruner. <laughs> damn it, Bruner. So they have no respect for you either. Yeah, correct. No one likes me. <laughs> um, but, it, yeah, so... Where was I going? You, <laughs> they have two, we're, we, <laughs> we have two factions. I lost it because you made me We swear. have Eddie's group of purported deniers who technically probably still believe in the Myers movement, but were just kicked out because of Cal and jealousy. So Eddie's faction. And then we've got the official Myers movement. Cal's faction. Yeah. And to me, the weirdest thing of that all is where Sarah stands. So Sarah flees the country... Because it appears she's going to be charged and jailed and put in prison for a while because of the whole blackmail thing that Detective Abe... Uh, Detective Abe Gaines. Ooh. Hashtag Gaines. <laughs> Stole it from me. Uh, he... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He unveils. He exploits. Exploits. Yeah. He, exploits. He investigates. He figures it out. He gets all the... Uh, the uh, evidence he needs. Uh, he gets testimony from people who were blackmailed, and by the end of it, it's like, all right, we got this girl. We got her on lockdown. We know where she... We can put her in jail. She flees the country to Canada with her daughter and... Eddie. Surprisingly, with Eddie. And, and a they, random red truck. And a random red truck. That The Canada thing is weird to me now that, now that I did some research and thought about it. So, they're in Canada. They have a random red truck. They are living a secret life, basically, because if they go back to the country, Sarah's going to go to jail. They assimilate, they meet their neighbors, they have dinner with their neighbors. And then people start realizing Sarah's kind of weird because she's very fidgety, 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 fidgety. She's not who she seems to be. And then the neighbor shoots a random shotgun in the air once well, they try to escape. Sarah, Why are you shooting Sarah a random shotgun in the air? Sarah and the daughter escape out the bathroom window. So you're going to shoot a freaking shotgun in the then air? Then the neighbor guy comes out, he's got his three rifles, picks his favorite one, runs out of the door... Up next to the truck, Sarah starts to escape. Goose hunting. They're Canadians. What do you want? <laughs> you got a goose hunt where you can. Why would you shoot a shotgun in the air? I don't know. Maybe he wants to scare the daughter, and she'll go, Mommy, stop. What's that going to do for me as a viewer? The mom stops. I don't know. Well. You think Sarah's going to stop after all that dramatic escape? She's going to stop because the guy's just a Canadian running after a truck, shooting a gun. That's good television. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe Sarah would have stopped if she if she thought he was shooting because possibly the daughter could have gotten hit or something. Let's be honest. The whole thing's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not going to stop ever if I'm trying to escape. That's my point. Oh, the guy <laughs> shot. I should probably stop now. So he can point the gun more accurately at me and shoot me in the face. Anyway. Shoot me in the face. Sarah decides I can't keep running like this. I'm going to go back across the border. She's going to give herself up. She's going to give herself, herself up. She tells her daughter... Who's the daughter? Summer. Summer. Oh. You were the one who remembered. Yeah. Uh, she tells her daughter, Summer, listen, when these men take me away, Grandma and Grandpa are waiting for you on the other side of the border. She gets to the border, and they say, you can go right along. Why do they tell her she can go right along? I forgot. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cal talks to Eddie. I'm setting you up for... Cal talks to Eddie about Eddie's desire to take over the movement, says, listen, you can't handle it. You don't know what you're doing here. You don't know what it's like to have thousands of people's lives in your hand. Eddie's like, screw you, Cal. I can do it. 
But his love of Sarah is still there. They work together. They decide that they can, I don't know, convince the the rich lady. The, yeah, Mrs. DeCon to pay for... To pay off the black the people who got blackmailed, so she oh, yeah, so that they right. dropped okay. the lawsuit against her. She basically refunds the money to all the people that were blackmailed. Yeah, gives them their money back. Gives them their money back. Them. Yeah, makes good on it, and that way, uh, there's no reason to charge Sarah because there's kind of no blackmail. It's they basically dropped the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, they dropped the lawsuit. It's basically wiped off the books. Uh, the Decons are the ones poisoning the water. Yes. Their company. Their company. Their company is poisoning the water. Um, I'm trying to think. How the FBI plays into this? What was what was Abe Gaines doing? He gave Sarah the documents that proved that the water was poisoned by the Decons. Right? Yeah. It, yes. well, it links it to him. It links it to him. But oh, and then we find out that Detective Gaines is put in to the Myris movement investigation because they're trying to stop the Myris from exposing this because the Decons are a big political donor of the. Head of the poli- police FBI? Head of, yeah, FBI. I don't know how that yeah. plays in. He's the political donor of someone. The political donor of someone in the FBI. Related to. But it all, yeah, it all ties in. Uh, Abe Gaines is there strictly to throw off the Myris. The Myris are investing, investigating the Decons. The Decons are a big donor of one dude of the FBI. So it's all a big circle of treachery, debauchery, whatever word you want to throw in there. But Sarah comes back to the United States. She gets pissed. Is piss count on the swear word? I think we're okay on there. We're good. Okay. Sarah gets pissed that Eddie, got it right that time, that Eddie would step in and do that because she thinks she should basically own up for her own misdoings and go to jail. So by the end of it, I was freaking lost when Sarah, it goes back to the movement at the very end when Cal's doing his come to Jesus speech about, uh, what is that day? Ascension day. Ascension day. What is Ascension day? They never really explain it. I think Ascension Day is like their new beginning. You know, it's like... Like the start of their new year? Spiritually? Was that the day that they climbed the ladder? The first day? Oh, yeah. It was the first day Felicia Felicia. and Steve climbed the ladder, saw the ladder, ladder, touched the ladder. Felicia was burned. And let's briefly explain why Felicia was actually burned. She got drunk on a campfire. (laughs) Her and Steve got high and drunk. Spot on. Blacked out. Yeah, spot on. Who told her that? Was it Richard? Her husband. I can't remember his name. Who's Felicia's husband? The, the scarf guy. Scarf guy. <laughs> Not Kodiak. No. no. Who the hell is Scarf, scarf guy? guy? I'm forgetting who Scarf Guy is now. Anyway. Remember he goes to see Felicia when she's locked up? Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. doesn't matter. He's not that important. He's not that important. Yeah. Felicia basically burns her hands on campfire not on the ladder so the whole movement idea is kind of baloney at this point because there's no freaking ladder um but in the end sarah goes back to the movement she is with cal's side i don't know if she's on i don't know she's side. not on any side at this point she's just kind of there right well yeah. i think, in the I think end, if, anything- if you were to look at their positioning like eddie and cal are pretty face on on their own sides, and then they're gonna I do feel battle. like Sarah is kind of between them off to the side. She just doesn't she's know what else to like do. She's been here her watching. whole life. Where else does she go, you know? Yeah. She's just there. She goes back to what she knows. I mean, before, so back to, like, Sarah being mad at Eddie for clearing her name, basically. But then after she says that to him, 
She also says, let's just run away together right. and not go back into the movement because it will ruin us, basically. We were mm. about to get happy again. Like, right. you know, so. And then Eddie doesn't want to do that. Right. Yeah, she doesn't want Eddie to go back because she says it'll take away all the good that's in him. Yes. So we get corrupted, like Cal. In my mind, I keep seeing Eddie versus Cal, Harry Potter versus Voldemort, wand to wand, epic ending battle. Like, that's what I view it. I don't know why, but that's what comes to my mind. And I've got Sarah, who's like freaking Professor Snape. I don't know. I can't think of <laughs> we a, don't know, yeah. I can't think of a good analogy. Dumbledore? She's I, a, more I can't Snape contribute here. Than, yeah, you're not a Harry Professor Potter Snape, guy. for a long time, you're like back and forth. Is he good? Is he bad? Is he good? Is he bad? And at the end, he's good. So wouldn't that be like Eddie? Or would that be Sarah? I think I, that's Sarah. Anyway. To me. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. So we've got Sarah, who Felicia says may have to step in and be the leader because Cal is clearly not the leader. He's just too unfit. He's too unfit. He's corrupt. He doesn't know what he's doing. Eddie, uh, what did he do? He dishonored the movement or whatever? He broke oh. something. What was she mad about? What did she Eddie do? She was mad that Eddie cleared oh. Sarah's name. Eddie... At the expense of Eddie, the movement. Yeah, Eddie at cleared Sarah's name at the expense of going after the Decans for polluting the water. Which right. is what the Myers were trying to do. Uh, so he, she said, she, you know, Eddie can't do it because she's going, he's going against the movement, essentially. So Sarah may have to step up. So Sarah may totally have to step up. Totally ignoring the fact that Sarah blackmails. Does well, does Felicia know? know that? <gasps> I don't think she knows. Oh, she probably doesn't. I think the only Nobody people really who knew know about really that. is Eddie and Cal, Cal and Eddie. And Richard. Everyone kind of hears rumors, but they don't. Abe. Yeah, but Abe left. Abe's gone. Mm-hmm. Abe peace. Richard. Let's pour one out for Abe. Pour a 40 out for Abe? Yeah. <laughs> going to go get a 40 for me? Yeah. Let's talk about Richard real fast because, uh, yeah, R.I.P. Richard. Yeah. He did. <laughs> yeah. So Richard, at the end of the season, uh, goes into, is it the unburdening tape room yeah like his office no well you're skipping the most important part here go ahead richard breaks back into the community runs into the church where they're all holding like it's not their mass but something similar to that oh, no, they're like some kind assumption. of like christening the baby oh yeah but... they're christening the baby oh, oh we didn't totally go to the baby that. we're gonna have to really backtrack all right we'll get to richard in a second it'll the all tie organization in. here is stupendous i didn't even write richard down on the sheet or mary so mary uh and I think they hooked up in the first season? Yes. Mary and well, Cal. Well. That <laughs> awkward. Yeah. yeah. So Mary and Cal had some weird sexual favors go down in the first season. Fair? Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then eventually they have sex because Mary's pregnant. But Mary and Sean, I remember that name. Is it Sean? Yes. Whew. Mary and Sean are a couple. They uh, they, they kind of blackmail Cal, Cal into getting things like a new fridge. Right? When Sean finds out that Cal is probably the dad of the baby who he thinks is his, he kind of goes to Cal and says, look, might be helpful if we have a new fridge. Yeah. Intense stare, intense (laughs) stare, give me a freaking fridge. And Sean's mom, I think it's his mom? Yeah, his mom. And then the... uh, Sean's mom finds out that Mary's well, pregnant. He's going to have a baby. So she kind of accepts him back into her life a little bit, right? She drives to the... She br- she brings a lady to convince him to l- leave the movie. What is that yeah. lady called? I don't... Like her name or her no, title? No, she's got like a title. 
It's a Netflix show as well. Deprogrammer. Sure. There's a Netflix show called Deprogramming where they, they go to people in cults and they try and bring them back into real life real? situations. Oh, that yeah. sounds depressing. I, I want to watch it. Um... Because I like depressing shows. Look for the next Austin Bruner review of Deprogramming. Don't plug that when you don't know if I'm going to actually do it. He's going to do it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guy. Uh, last podcast on the left also talked about deprogramming. That's why I want to watch it. Um, so anyway, what happened to Sean at the end? Does he peace out because he realizes yeah. that... Sean's gone, yeah. He knows the baby's not his. Mary runs away. She runs out of the car that they're escaping in. Yeah. And then he goes to follow and like bring her back to the car... Then she's so far ahead, and I think he kind of notices, like, at that point, she's baby's not probably not back. mine, and she doesn't want to go, she so gone. I'm just going to leave her. Mary gives birth in the woods. Yeah. In a very graphic scene. Very, dis- yeah. I was not ready for that. Nope. <laughs> uh, I watched 13 Reasons Why, and the last scene in that episode was very graphic. This one was pretty graphic. Baby just basically explodes out of her. <sighs> yeah. Saying about that the other day, though. Oh, good. So the next, right Let's after, listen to this. right after that, <laughs> right after that happened, you know, we cut away. Mary's had her baby in the dark in the woods, all by herself. The next time we see her, she's sitting by the edge of the road. There's some woman running to help her. Yeah. The baby's healthy. Mary's unconscious. No umbilical cord. I noticed that from the beginning when she. When the baby explodes, as you uh, so eloquently put it. The baby didn't explode. Mary exploded. <laughs> oh, that's weird. But Mary, like, walks or crawls or stumbles to a tree branch, and, like, you just don't see an umbilical cord. No. I don't know. It's weird. I needed some realism there. If you're going to show me that, at least give yeah, me an umbilical yeah. cord. Even if it's fake. Even if it's just a rope. I don't care. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I think that, that scene was just kind of tying things together. It was very quick. Yeah. So. You won't see it coming, and it'll just happen. Sorry if you watch the show. Uh, so Mary gives birth, uh, and the first thing, uh, you or you, someone said it, it's a white baby. Sean's oh, yeah, yeah, I, did. I didn't even notice. I didn't notice either. Yep. Sean's black. First thing I saw, Baby's white. white. So that means it's definitely it's not Sean's. It's Cal's like, baby. who the hell's baby is this? Because nobody in the movement knows that it's Cal's. Yeah. Except for Sarah. Everybody for Sarah. assumed it was Sean's baby. Except for Sarah, except for uh, Mary. Sarah didn't know until she saw the baby that True. it was Cal's. She, ooh, quick as a whiff. And now Hawk knows, because Mary told Hawk. Yep. Do you remember that? That's right. Can you keep That's a secret? Right. Who's the father? It's Cal. Boom, Hawk knows. Which I don't know if that freaks him out or he's like, kind of like drunk. Shows him that Hawk, or... Cal's kind of not a uh, loser. Yeah, not yeah. as great as he was supposed to be. Well, and that forces him to go see his dad and kind of convince his dad that he can be a leader if he wants to be. Yep. Ooh, good tie-in. Mm-hmm. We should all go see our dads on Father's Day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <That's weird>. Dude. <laughs> Sorry. My dad sucks. Yay. Uh, so why did we get into that? Oh, Richard. How does Mary tie into Richard? How did all this tie in together? Mary ties into Richard because Richard bursts in on the christening of Mary's baby. Oh, there right. you go. Where they announce young. that Cal's the father of the baby. Everybody knows at that point that Cal's the father of the baby. They're going to name him Forrest Roberts. Roberts, which is Cal's last name, so Cal takes responsibility of the baby. I wrote that down. Cal, Forrest, question mark. Why the heck did you name the baby Forrest? It was born in the forest. I get it. That's a dumb yeah. name. That's what he says. We're going to name him where he was married. 
And where it was born? Where it was born. <laughs> yeah, where it was born. Well, Mary. Yeah, yeah, I, get yeah, I, it. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. And I made this joke when we were watching. So Hawk was born on a hawk? It's born on the back of a hawk. No, 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 no. That was the first thing that Eddie saw. So that's what they named him. Wait, what? You guys remember that? Are you making this up or are you being no, truthful? Very, very truthful. <laughs> they told him the story when they like first started this show and they were saying, we named you Hawk because that was the first thing we saw after you were born. So, a hawk. So, so was there a hawk in the hospital? Like you didn't see a doctor? No, I think Eddie went walking and he saw a hawk and that's what they named him. I think. So was Summer born in the summer? She must have been. Was Cal <laughs> born in California? Ooh. Ooh. No, he wasn't. But. but he wasn't born in the movement. Right. Oh, So therefore right, the name thing. Was Eddie born in the movement? No. No. Sarah was. So everyone's the Yeah, I was going to say. What sign did, thing, Sarah? What's Sarah? Someone to listen to a song about Sarah and Sarah. Okay. Got nothing. So Richard starts yelling and stuff that he basically freaks out. Richard, when he's yelling about, like, Kale's a fake or Kale's something. a fraud. Eddie's, Eddie's the, the true, true leader of the light. Yeah. And then Richard goes into the office with all the unburdening tapes. Locks himself in there while Sarah's chasing after him. Pretty much tons of evidence. Like, let's be honest, that room is full of crap that could bring down the Myers movement. If it's full of all the black, all the tapes that could be used for blackmail. Yeah, if it got into the wrong hands, uh, the buyer's movement's probably done. It looks like it's going to be done anyway, but because of what Richard does next, things might be okay. Richard burns himself alive in the room. Douses him and all the tapes with gasoline. Just destroys himself. Tells Sarah to run, lights a match. Boom. Bye-bye, birdie. Bye-bye. Sad. I like Richard. He's kind of a loser. He kind of angered me at times. Was there anybody in the series that you actually liked? Eddie. He's, you... Eddie's infuriating, but I get it. Like, I can see myself in Eddie. He's the most relatable character. Yeah. yeah. But he's not that. a great character. Who's a great character? They're in the show. Define great character. I was going to say, like, portrayal or, like, great as in you like them. Because I think all the characters are played really well by all the actors. Yeah, sure, all the acting's good, but the okay. characters are infuriating. And I get why the characters do what they do and how, like, it builds off of each other. Right. But, like, their personalities, like, if you knew them as a person, you would, like, be so... These are the worst furious people. Furious with them. Right. So, I'm, I, I always tie it back to wrestling, but I'm gonna do it here. The point of re in a wrestling match is to get a reaction. Do you not get a reaction every time you watch the show at some point? Like, even if it's anger most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you get a reaction. Yeah, but, like, think really about... Angry. Think about like House of Cards. Okay. Everybody in that show is the worst person alive, right? Pretty They're cool. all terrible people. But at the end, you still want Kevin Spacey to succeed. No. Do you? No. I don't. I did. Well, how many so seasons? What's that say about me? Oh, how, you're I mean, I'm only through the like two and a half seasons. See, that's fair. In the first couple of seasons, I was like, I want Kevin Spacey to be president. Yeah. Like, I want Frank Underwood, the character, Frank to be Underwood, president. Frank Underwood, F you. Yeah. Well played. Uh, I want him to be president. By season five, no I did spoilers. not. Season five, I did not want him to be president. All right. I won't tell you if he becomes president. I won't tell you if he doesn't well, become president. Beco <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say the spoiler alert. Ooh, I spit. Sorry. Say the spoiler alert after saying the spoiler. I already um, got it out there. I know he becomes president. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know anything past that. By the end of it, I was very mad that he was even close to being president or that he was president that he's in the white house but by the pissed. end of season two which is where we're at in the path still rooting for frank underwood i don't know who i'm rooting for in this show nice timing by the way 
I'm like a podcast part of you, yeah. Uh, I think I'm still rooting for Eddie. I think I am too. So I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not rooting for Cal. Maybe I'm rooting for Sarah. Maybe oh, I'm rooting I'm for Eddie. Why not? I mean, I feel bad for Sarah. No. I don't. She, she was born slept with Cal. She's, she's forever unclean. Eddie's a denier. Yeah, but so wouldn't you be? The movement's a freaking joke. All right, so hold on. Yeah, but she's born into this. This is her, man. Let's set it up. It's in her DNA. Cal thinks he's the leader of the movement. He's still trying to be the leader of the movement. He uh, Ascension Day or whatever, they're doing their whole speech. Sarah walks in. And she's just there. I we yeah, don't know. What, I don't know how that happened. Like, wh- how does she I wish walk I had in? She just, backstory to that. Yeah. She just comes in wearing all black. Yeah, but was she there before? Was she living on the premises, or did she just walk in from a back gate? I mean, she well, just, she just walked she in because this was after the Canada deal. Yeah. So where was she before that? Canada. Well, she came. Ba- she came back from Keddy, from Canada, went and saw Eddie, and then she goes to Ascension Day. Yeah, she gets super pissed at Eddie at his new house, wherever that oh, is. Oh, she dropped off somewhere at her parents'. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Cal's in Ascension Day, Sarah walks in, and then Eddie... Which makes me think, sorry, real no, quick. No, go ahead. Why didn't Cal have more of a reaction to Sarah? He paused. he paused. He paused. He looked longingly. She's back in my life. A little freaked out. Is he supposed to stop the Ascension Day and, like, point her out to everyone after she just left for so long? I, w- I don't know. I would have expected a conversation. If you are speaking... To hundreds of people about how great the Myers movement is, and this is our Ascension Day, and you see your ex-lover, which you don't have, but <laughs> you see Boy, some only. lover, whatever. You see Josh, who you just divorced. Way. Which will never happen. But you see Josh, who I you mean, just statistically. divorced. Eh, you guys are going to do okay. <laughs> Corey and Topanga style. Sorry, Josiah and Lauren, who are also Corey and Topanga. They're my buffalo, Corey and Topanga. My brother. We went and saw him last week. Was wearing a Topanga shirt the other day. There's a freaking Topanga shirt. I thought it was amazing. It's pretty cool. Did your brother have a girlfriend? No. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta know, and I don't know. Technically, no, we don't know about a girlfriend. Hmm, okay. I mean, he did. I don't know what happened to that. I was just wondering because of the whole Corey and Topanga thing. I was gonna tie it into that. He could be like your Sean. My brother's not Sean. Am I Sean? No. Maybe. Yeah. Are See, you Sean? Josiah and Lauren in Buffalo, they're married as well. They're like my version of you two in Buffalo, if that makes sense. They're your Buffalo mom and dad? Yeah. Yeah. They, they offered to let me stay at their house. They're awesome. I love them. Uh, they call me Sean now. I'm like, they're Sean because they're my God, according to family. I'm going to call you Sean. I'm Sean. You're Sean. Yeah. And I've got the hair, too, if I let it flow. Yeah. Yeah. The locks. I just like. Sean always had super hot girlfriends, though. <laughs> hasn't happened to me yet. When I was I right? a kid, I was totally I right? into all of Sean's girlfriends. Angel? Angela was pretty cute. Angela was pretty cute. Uh, For sure. (laughs) Right. But who's the redhead? I don't know. The redhead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. The redhead. Let's look up Sean's girlfriends. This will make great radio. But that wasn't Sean's girlfriend. That was... Yeah, that was just the roommate. That was the roommate of his brother. And the brother brother and her husband. That's right. I forgot in the the college years episode. Yeah, and Eric wanted her the whole time, but he was afraid to say something. I'm also kind of Eric. I'm like a mix between Sean and Eric. Yeah. Like, I'm afraid to talk to women, but then when I get women, I, I'm like, I drift away from them because I'm a drifter like Sean. And Sean just randomly left a couple of times and then came back. I moved to Texas randomly, then came back, moved to Buffalo, then came back. I'm probably going to move again and then come back. The actress who played Sean's girlfriend, Angela's name is Tina McGee. Hmm. That doesn't sound like a real name. Sorry, Tina. <laughs> Tina Damn. McGee. Damn it, Tina. 
are we talking about that? Anyway, where I don't remember where we're going with this. Tangents are fun. Am I right? What are you talking about? Cal speaking. Cal speaking. And Sarah walking up. Sarah walking so, up. What would you do? Like your ex-lover. Oh, problem yeah. is, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. That's why I'm not a leader in a cult, <laughs> religion, whatever. That's why you're not the leader of a cult. <laughs> I thought she was Otherwise, you would totally yeah. be the leader of a cult. If I didn't wear my emotions on my sleeve, I'd totally if be the leader of a cult. If I could keep it inside more. If Cal's taught me anything, you do whatever you have to do, meaning like killing people and doing whatever it takes. That's not me. She said good things. Don't okay. look at her like that. All right, all right, we're good. I wasn't sure where that was going. She said. Cal does whatever it takes to lead the Myris movement, kill people, ignore ex-lovers that randomly walk in on your speeches. That's not her. That's you. If you guys were ex-lovers and you walked in during a massive speech about something, she's going to acknowledge you and freak out a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm human. Um, While that's happening, Eddie and his little gang of kind of deniers, former Myris, people who were kicked out, exiled. There you go. Exiled. Eddie and his team of exiled peoples walk up to the gate and start shaking the gate and they want it pounding on the gate pounding on the gate making noise making noise everybody's like what the heck is that oh it's eddie and his little group of exiles and cal being the weird fellow that is that he is he uh he welcomes him back into the movement because it's ascension day he has no choice right no, Sarah, you've got a choice. Sarah's, Sarah's dad runs up to the gate as soon as he sees Eddie, opens the gate, lets them in. Which, mind you, is like the first time we realize, well, that anybody in the movement realizes that Hank had anything to do with, with Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie, basically. He his, got him the file. His, so the his daughter, Summer, runs up, gives Eddie a hug, says, I missed you. Everybody in the movement now sees that he's still good with his family, even though he's a denier and they can still have peace and love. And then uh, Felicia's husband, whose name still escapes me, goes up and gives uh, gives Eddie a handshake and like as a sign of respect. So, Cal has no choice. So Cal so he tries to play him. it off like it's his idea. We accept the Myris, the deniers, but on this day of ascension. He plays it off like the whole thing was planned. And that's kind of how the season ends. Eddie, Abe, Eddie and his group are back in. Yeah. And Sarah has like a look of concern, disgust, All anger. Yeah. At the same worry. time, Abe escapes, just quietly makes his exit. And we kind of find out why that happened, because his character's like done. They didn't renew his contract. They didn't renew the character's contract. The actor, so he's just done. He's done. He's gone. His character's over. And then at the same time, Felicia takes Sarah aside. And says that she'll have to be the leader. We already covered that. Right. She so, may have to be the leader. Season three, looking ahead. What What do we do now? Like, I'm so confused. Sarah, the, like I said, there's a three-way struggle. You've got Sarah, who has been told you're going to have to step up and probably be the leader through Felicia. Cal, still doing Cal things. Eddie has an anti-movement movement. Pro-movement with deniers. Sure. So like you said, Eddie and Cal, same person, essentially, minus Eddie doesn't kill anyone. Right. Yet. Dun, dun, dun. Season three. <laughs> yeah, season three. Eddie kills someone. Uh, and then yells the B, B word because that's what he did in Breaking Bad and you got to call back to Breaking Bad. Otherwise, you're just failing. You're failing as a TV show if you don't call back to successful TV shows. Anyway. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't know what Eddie and Cal do from here. Where do we go? I mean, we're basically in the same spot we were at the end of season one, right? There's going to be a power struggle instead of a twosome power struggle. Now we got a threesome power struggle. It's going to be Eddie yeah. versus Cal, maybe versus Sarah and Felicia. Where, where does Sarah go? Does she get back with Eddie? Because Eddie's now in the movement. He's back in the compound. No. Can they have a happy family Eddie again? Gets, I don't think Eddie gets no, back No, I Sarah. think the only way Sarah and Eddie could have been back together was if he had taken her offer of running away and not yeah. joining the movement. Eddie chose the movement. Over her. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, because it, he would have chosen her over the movement. Any other episode any of other the time. season, he would have picked Sarah. Except for this one. Because, yeah. because Hawk came to him and said... This was the first time that Sarah, like, essentially denounced the movement. She's like, I'll run off with you instead of going back to the movement. Yeah, so they kind of switched places at that point. So, therefore, we're not at the same part that we started in season or season two or started, whatever. We didn't start where we began because Eddie was the denier who was ready to leave the movement, and Sarah was the, uh, the movement believer who wanted to stay. They switched places. A couple of roles changed, but know, thematically... What we said after we watched this was this season could have been summed up in four episodes. It was 12, 13. 12, I think, yeah. Too many. Too many. That was my biggest criticism with this. And yes, we watched it sporadically because of my sleep schedule and you going to Europe and so on and so forth. Uh, me falling asleep during a few episodes. It's fine. Uh, it just felt like it was long and dragged out. And yeah. it could have been real short. There was definitely more development on each character. So you got to know them more, but you learned really more about needed. Cal's backstory. I don't know if that was good. His uh <laughs> I think it kind of shows you how flawed he is and how much flawed flawness there was in Steve and how they ran yeah, how I th they th run. I think maybe the biggest thing was that we learned Steve wasn't as great as everybody was led to believe. Yeah, and I think it kind of shows you why Cal does what he does sometimes. Does that make you feel bad for him at any point? I felt bad for him when his mother died. And then I was like, yeah, you still can't kill people and you still can't blackmail people and you still can't like do <laughs> yeah. hardcore drugs and then screw whoever you want and then try and blackmail other people. You're the father of this new baby. You got to stand up and be a father for that guy. Go see your father's on Father's Day. You, you can't do all this stuff just because your mother died and you were sexually abused as a child. Just because bad people did bad things to you as a kid doesn't mean you can do bad things back. <laughs> Sorry, that was a good rant. I was feeling it. So I went for it. And then Eddie, you asked, what character can you get behind? I'm still behind Eddie. I mean, if I had to choose, I'm Team Eddie. <laughs> Hashtag Team Eddie. Hashtag Team Eddie. Let's make it trend. It won't trend. They won't, yeah. No one listens to this. But. <sighs> I have a weird theory that Hawk's going to be in charge. What the French? Go for it. Spitball. Let's go. So he is, he floated, remember? There was that episode where they were in the woods and it was dark and they said, you can live without the light, find it yourself. We didn't bring that up on the podcast, did we? We no, talked about it beforehand. But he floated. So uh, uh, Hawk did indeed float, like you said. They're in the woods. Did the he light. float? We saw it. Was that they dream? They show it. Was that did dream? They, did they? I don't remember. It was, that was many months ago. They showed that. All right, he, he floated. physically floated. So does that we saw him float then. Does that mean this is all real? Is the ladder real? Is the light real? I'm saying as the viewer, we saw Eddie or Hawk float. 
So as a viewer, we have to believe that Hawk has part of the light inside him. Yes. So then the light's real. In the show, yes. You son of a gun. <laughs> Quit trying to play inside, outside baseball? I don't know what we're playing. Quit trying to mess me up. Uh, so in the show, the light is real. Hawk can float. Eddie's got weird tattoos slash deformations in his veins popping out. So he And he's seeing visions. Is Hawk seeing visions? I guess he... He, he hasn't, hasn't climbed the... He's only 2R. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And he's only 2R because Cal pushed him to 2R. Yeah. Like, he's not really a 2R. Right. So I could be stretching my theory a bit. No, that's, that's interesting. Hawk I'm, is definitely the potential next leader of the movement. Yeah. I, I mean, never, that's what he aspires to be, right? I mean, Cal is, in some ways, his idol. Up until the very end. When he when finds out like he's the baby daddy. He has really good intentions, for the most part. Like... He, he seems it. to say, stay true to what he he thinks is morally wise. I feel like Hawk just flip flops way too much. With what? Everything. Like he well, was, a, he denied it so at first. the first season. So I'm looking at. Yeah, because like, he wanted to hook up with that He wanted to hook up with that girl, yeah. which he did. Go young Heath Ledger. Am I right? I mean, he looks like Heath Ledger. Of course, he's hooking up with her. Why can't I look like Heath Ledger? <laughs> anyway, Hawk. No, I was just thinking, like, he was the one that kind of started the movement in the city where they went out and helped the homeless people and cleaned them up and stuff. And he wanted to make sure that the water, um, the poisonous water or whatever Clark got... Still. Yeah, that he that got sure taken that care of. made responsible. It just seems like he has good intentions for each thing that he tries to do. He tries to follow through with it. And it looks like he's truly got the light inside him because he freaking flows. Right. So there's just a few things that kind of point towards him. So now we've got a fatal four-way wrestling terms right we've got a four-way power struggle i understood what fatal four-way meant yeah but like see but i think he has to come to realize first that he could potentially be a leader well he he doesn't realize maybe that's what we'll get in season three more development of hog's character amongst the fighting between eddie sarah and cal i was gonna say he he is in a struggle with eddie those two kind of like came to blows a little bit at the end of season two uh, he realizes then made up. Yeah. they made up a little. Yeah, they made and up. He was the one that convinced his dad that he could be a leader. Right, but what if through that he realizes he's the true leader because Cal is a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A cheating whore? <laughs> I don't know. He cheated. Eloquently said. Yeah, I don't know. He cheated on Sarah, kind of. He, well, cheated on Mary with Sarah. Yeah. Cheated on Sarah with Mary too. Yeah, I'm trying. He got a girl pregnant. Had a child that's not out of that is out of wedlock, and now he's got to be a baby daddy that he wasn't ready for, so he's not a good person. I mean, he didn't name the kid, and he took he ownership. stepped up. He stepped up and took ownership, I guess. Yeah, and then Sarah keeps coming in and out of the movement, so maybe Hawk realizes, you know what, these guys are all messed up. I can float, damn it, leader. I don't know. I never even thought of that. Could be a uh, could be something we go through. Season four, Hawk yeah. takes over. Probably, got, that'll be like get... the season finale of three. Right, season three, when does that come out, do we know? This fall, I think. What? Really? No, next, spr- next spring. Google. Yeah. On it. We know Stranger Things starts in the fall. October. Stranger Things starts in October, we're going to have to watch that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited I, about I that. I watched that alone. Some We've loser. watched it three or four times. Why? It's really good. It's not that damn good. It was good. Well, season two launched in January, so I would assume season three follows the same schedule. It doesn't. They well, don't depending have, on when uh, they renewed. They yeah. don't have. When did they renew? April. April. It's gonna be a while. Yeah. 
No, 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 week to week. When did season one come out? We're going to have to have, like, Path of Nights this time. Which is going to rely mostly on me, I realize this. We're free. I know, I, I sleep overnight, baby. Season one came out in January, too. So maybe January 2018 we'll have The Path, season three. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I sounded more like Goofy. Yeah, you, <laughs> I was doing legit radio voice, you were just... Hey, idiotic. I'm not on the radio. I'm not either. Used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Used you to have be. experience. I do have experience. It's kind of my major... Is that what you paid $60,000 for, is that voice? Whoa! That's how expensive college was? It was expensive. Do you not know how expensive college was? I know how expensive. <laughs> it's called jokes. You're clearly not getting them. I feel like there was something we were going to get back to. Probably. Let's see, we got Sarah. Oh, who ran her off the road? That was my first question. Oh. Who ran Sarah off the road? So who drives a Jeep in that show? No one drives a Jeep in that show, but... Because they all drive freaking Priuses. Blue Priuses. Hybrids. Old blue Priuses. No one drives a red truck except for Eddie. Does Eddie drive Eddie a Jeep? doesn't drive a red truck unless he's in Canada. <laughs> when he's in the States, he drives a Mustang. Yeah. What, where was Sarah coming from when she was on the road? Sarah was coming from seeing Eddie at the park, where yeah, Eddie told her that fought. she would be punished for blackmailing. Right. And then she's driving back to the movement, I assume, and she gets ran off the road in a Jeep and crashes and is in they the hospital. don't say... We don't know who that is. Who runs Sarah off the road? Cal. We don't even have an inclination. Ca well, Cal kind of tells Hawk subtly that it was probably Eddie. Yeah, but that's and, just because he's pissed at Eddie. Right. And yeah. then that's that's why it, Cal or, um, Hawk goes and confronts Eddie, tells him to leave town, and they have a blow-up fight. Right. But at kind of the same time in the show is when we learn that Abe has all the people who are willing to testify against Sarah, and we start to hear some of the recorded testimony. Right. And the guy who's giving the testimony says that Sarah gets to run around free while the rest of us are sitting here, you know, in anguish over the blackmail, over being blackmailed. You think Abe did it? No, I think that some of the people who were blackmailed did it. Some uh, of the deniers? Well, the former. One of the, one of the people the who were blackmailed. Movement who were upset that the that the movement's treating them this way and threatening them after all these years. I don't know. I feel like it's Cal. No way. It's got to be someone in the movement. Why? Because why wouldn't it be? If it's just a former dude who was in the movement who is now a denier, what's that do for you? You know what I mean? How's that developing? They don't have to be a denier. A former a person who was blackmailed. Yeah. Are they stalking her too? And then running her off the road? If someone came to you and said, I've got this tape where you confess to cheating on your wife, and you know maybe you have a second family or something like that, and if you don't give me $10,000... Here's why I think it's Abe. Go ahead. I have a theory that it might be... Um, what's Russell's wife's name? The Yikes. The Asian girl who worked up with Nicole. Abe. Nicole. Nicole. Okay, it, go ahead. It, Probably isn't. Go ahead. But she shows strong resentment towards Sarah throughout a lot of this season. That's true. So I just feel like maybe at some point she's just had enough and she feels like she hasn't been punished in a way to kind of play off of the words Eddie says. I don't know. Maybe. Well, that plays into my Abe theory. So I can't remember in the unburdening tapes if Abe admits to sleeping with Nicole. But they hook up. 
Because there's a lot of other dubs. He show. doesn't admit in the unburdening tapes, but he does admit it to Eddie in private. Yeah. Well, here's why I think it's Abe. So, in the uh, confessionals, or the testimony, when Abe's in the, the other side of the mirror, the two-sided mirror or whatever, he's sitting there, and he's listening to all this testimony about how Sarah gets to walk free, and she gets no punishment whatsoever. And then he kind of, like, looks down, and he has, like, this really thoughtful moment. And then it's like, okay, Sarah gets to walk free. She's blackmailing all these people. Yeah, but then that doesn't make sense because Abe's the one who gave her the water woes, the water papers. Yeah. Shoot. Anyway, I was going to say, Abe hooked up with Nicole. He's leading a double life. He's got family and kids at home, including a sick kid who just got, you know, proven to be okay after the whole heart malfunction thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking maybe he ran her off the road because he didn't want to get exposed that he screwed with Nicole. But that wouldn't work because he just tried to, like, give Sarah information about the water stuff in Clarksville. Unless that was trying to also, cover him. It could also True. be one of the Decons who she, because of the water scandal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that would continue a storyline. Well, and Hawk brought that point up, too. He said that, do you think it was one of oh, that's the Decons? That's true. Because she had that in her car. But that's a question I always wanted, I wanted answered. Who, run, who ran Sarah off the road? I'm sticking with Cal. I think it's a blackmailer. Yeah, Cal wouldn't make sense either, I guess, because he's always loved her. I really want Cal would not want it, want Sarah dead. Well, I don't think he wanted her dead. He just wanted think, to hurt her. I don't know if the person running her off the road wanted her dead, but maybe it more scared. At least sends a strong message. Yeah. I mean, what is... Just stop her... Uh, the only people who want to stop Sarah... Momentum. I think would be the blackmailers or the decons. Hmm. I don't know. Nicole. Secretly, I really want Nicole to be the... Because I feel like that'd be a really good shot. I just don't think she's that evil. I think she's that evil. Her character's not that well developed. She, she is gets pretty upset. freaking nuts. I don't get why she's with Russell. That seems like a weird relationship to yeah, begin with. Yeah, he's all happy-go-lucky. And she hates the world. She's had outbursts before. This is the one that pushed her over the edge. Boom, Sarah in a car, run her off the road. Maybe she doesn't know why she's with Russell. And that's why she hooked up with Abe. But I guess then wouldn't, I think she just thinks wouldn't Sarah hot. have noticed the car? He's kind of hot. What? I don't know. <laughs> what? You weirdo. What are you saying? I got would thrown it, off. Wouldn't Sarah have noticed the car if it was Nicole, I guess? Who Unless drives Nicole. a Jeep? Nobody. No one drives a Jeep. Everyone Where would Nicole Prius get a freaking Jeep? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. The same place Eddie got a blue truck. Maybe Red it, truck. Maybe it was Richard, and that's why he killed himself. Richard can't reach the pedals. Whoa. <laughs> It's true. Maybe it was a modified Jeep. Yeah. Or he had a broomstick. Stack of books. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that. Just watch the show and you'll know. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Who ran off, Who ran Sarah off the road? That was my big question. Hopefully we find out next season. Season three. Season we three. Season three is coming out sometime. January. January That's around January. That's around January. Late January. We've gone for a, an hour and 26 minutes. Wow, that's a lot. Remember when you were saying, oh, we're going to go an hour? Oh, man. Now I'm saying, oh, we've been here for an hour and a half? Oh, man. No, you loved it. Oh, so you had fun. When are we getting pie? We can go get more pie. I want more. This episode of the Geekiverse brought to you by Trader Joe's Key Lime Pie. Oh, uh, that wasn't really sponsored. Maybe we should. <laughs> no, that's fine. All right, cool. Maybe they'll sponsor us now. That's like uh, Bo Burnham when he just has a song about flaming hot Cheetos, and then he's like, I, I just want them to sponsor me. <laughs> it's like, that's genius. There you go. So Trader Joe's Pie, if you're listening. Everybody, you're listening. Trader Joe's Key Lime Pie is really seasonal. Good. As of today's recording, 
June 17th, 2017. Go get your Trader Joe's Key Lime Pie. Who knows how long it'll last. There's it's Trader Joe's in Buffalo, so I mean, I'm It's down. delicious. Where's the Trader Joe's around here? 28th. 20th Street. I've never been. It's okay. I went to Trader Joe's once in Buffalo and got uh, this weird styrofoam tasting crap, but it's got a lot of protein in it, so I was like, cool, great protein, bodybuilding. Hashtag gains. Hashtag gains. Basically, we go for the hummus. They have great hummus. I'm not a big hummus guy. Love hummus. Of course, I've, I've never like actually tried a a we, lot of hummus. We literally just ate I know. hummus before. I've this. eaten hummus, but it's not like my gotta keep scooping. Same thing with guacamole. Like, just not my thing. I oh, Christy's guacamole. not the person to say that to. I, I can eat a whole If bowl you want to have guacamole, um, you do you. You do you. I'm gonna do me. You do you. We now go for hummus and key lime pie. Uh, I gotta wrap it up with some plugs, man. We just plugged key lime pie. I gotta plug the Geekiverse. Well, this episode brought to you by. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you wanna plug yourselves? Do you have anything you wanna plug? Oh, I wish I did, but I don't. You can plug your Twitter if you, you guys are not active on Twitter. You watch stuff I, and like stuff. I am a Twitter observer. I'm an observer. You gotta retweet this when we put it out there. Okay. To my 11 followers That's who great. are all bots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of your followers, and I'm not. Are you? Bot. Okay, I don't know. I am. Put it on Facebook, which you guys I don't, don't do, do Facebook, at all no. anymore. I do it for work, but I don't do it for myself. Whoa, we follow a Disney guy on Facebook. Lou Mangiello. Who's that? He's awesome. Listeners, if you're interested in Disney. <laughs> we do have a lot of Disney articles. The one oh. girl, Amanda, she posts a lot of Disney stuff. It's got those thousands of views. If you're a Disney fan, the WDW radio podcast is amazing. Live show on Wednesdays, Facebook Live. Where? How do they do their live shows? Because we were talking about doing that. Through Facebook Live? Yeah, what do you mean? So, like, the live podcast shows? They're basically, like... He talks about random Disney things that are going on, and then people call in and ask questions. How do yeah. they do it? Is it a radio? Like, it's through the radio waves, or do they do it on, like, an internet-based radio no, thing? It's internet through Facebook. So strictly through Facebook, he yeah. takes calls. Oh, there's a call-in oh. number you can call in. But it's all it's a video feed. Uh, it's a video podcast, so you watch. Just It's just like YouTube Live. Gotcha. So sometimes he does it. (laughs) Sometimes he does it in his house, and it's you're just watching him on his computer. Or sometimes he's actually in Disney with his cell phone. Right. He does a lot of like reviews and stuff of things open at Disney, and then a bunch of fun facts and different things. It's a lot of fun. So we were talking about doing live shows through like YouTube Live, Facebook Live. E three would have been perfect for that. I think they did some. Okay. I was probably sleeping. (laughs) I woke up for one press conference and then I went back to sleep. Uh, Mixler. Is a thing that they use sometimes for audio stuff. It's like hosting an internet radio show live. You can take Skype calls. You can take whatever. Oh, so it's like a whole platform for that. Yeah. So it's like uh, so like when you go to ESPN and you go to their app and you listen to their radio show. It's not Mixler, yeah. but you listen to the Geekverse. Oh, that's something we're thinking about. So I was trying to figure out if that was uh, applicable in this situation. I don't know if it is yet. We'll figure it out. Uh, Thegeekverse.com. You can go there. You ever been there? I, will I, visit. I have. I've read some Austin Thank 1.0 you. articles. Fantastic. Austin 1.0. It's Bruner 1.0. Bruner 1.0. I don't know. We I just, know you haven't. It's fine. I'll look it up. Oh, I know you won't. Yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> Thegeekiverse.com. You can go there. Check out all the reviews. This will be posted there if you haven't figured it out yet. Uh, Thegeekiverse.com slash Amazon. Here's what you do. And you're going to do this from now on, damn it. Stop swearing. Damn it's not a swear word. Technically, it's a swear word. Damn it, Bruner. I have neighbors. I don't care. <laughs> they don't know who I am. They know who you are. They know now. They now you're. They know now. <laughs> you're no now Bruner. 
TheGeekiverse.com slash Amazon. You go there. You buy the same crap you're already buying. If you're buying uh, deodorant, toilet paper, a books, pool. a pool. Someone bought a pool through our link. It's so <laughs> funny. But it's awesome because we got some money from it. Star so, Wars Battlefield. Star Wars Battlefield. Battlefront. Battlefront. Battlefront 2. You're going to get an Xbox X. I am probably going to buy an Xbox just for this game. Xbox One X? I, whatever place. The new one? Yeah, maybe. In November? I, you should buy it through Amazon. You know how you do that? Go to thegeekiverse.com slash Amazon. What a pro. What a pro. What a pro. You buy the stuff you're already buying. No extra cost to you. does nothing to your price. Except it gives us a small kickback for driving traffic to Amazon, and we get money, and it helps us uh, fund stuff like this, which I am totally lying about because I paid for all this equipment myself. But I did it through Amazon, and in, in turn, I give a little kickback to the uh, Geekiverse. Is this the only Geekiverse podcast? No. No? No. We've got Geeks Got Game. Geeks Got Game. Uh, I have not done one of those. We've got Geeks Talk Wrestling, which is strictly me, because <laughs> no one else. Well, Pav, Pav talks wrestling now too. Uh, we've got Walking Carpet, which is all strictly Star Wars stuff. What? Yeah, you should listen. I will listen. Walking Carpet. Joe and Sam and uh, I think Pav's in on it. Maggie, Chelsea, uh, they love Star Wars, and it's all over my head. The first time I ever did a uh, a video show with the Geekiverse. They talk Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars? Yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay. I fell asleep during the seventh one, the eighth one. Not the last one, the one before the last one. Whichever one that one. Force One. Force Awakens? Force Awakens. Sure. Was that the last, last one? was Rogue One. Okay, not that one. I watched that the one. The Last Jedi comes out this year. No, no, the one before Force Awakens. Rogue One. No, Force Awakens, then Rogue One. Rogue One was the last one. Okay, no. What was the one before that? Force Awakens. Okay, that's when I fell asleep in South Carolina. That was Carolina. the first one of the new ones. You're still confusing me. The seventh one? Yes. The seventh one to ever come out. That's the one I fell asleep during. Yes. The chronology of Star Wars is confusing. Yes. <laughs> anyway, they talk Star Wars all the time. It's really good stuff. But I, the story I'm about to tell, the first time we ever filmed, we talked like three things, why we're geeks, and uh, let's talk Nintendo, let's talk Pokemon. I'm like, cool, I know this stuff. Let's talk Star Wars. Nope. But no, just stay in there, Bruno. You got it. Okay. So I start throwing out names that I know. Yoda. Anakin Skywalker. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks. Darth Maul. Darth Vader. I'm good. And then... You uh, you just start naming off characters. No, no, no. I I stuck in the conversation. But I kept it brief and to the point. And then I let people talk over me. Great. Then Sam asked me a ridiculously specific question... And I'm just like, you got me. I know nothing. What do you think of the relationship of Padme and Anakin? Exactly. I don't know what the hell you're talking about right now. (laughs) And I was good. And freaking Josiah warned her. Sam, don't ask Bruner any specific questions. Pop, don't ask Bruner any specific questions. Keep it generic and he'll be fine. Cool. Then she asked me a specific question. I said, honestly, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, Sam. You got me. Lost geek cred. Lost geek cred. If this was Reddit, my karma went down a thousand points. So... But Joe, Sam, Pav, Maggie, Chelsea, whoever talks, Seth, whoever talks on Walking Carpet knows what they're talking about. You should check it out. Oh, yeah. All this leads us to you can find other podcasts like this wherever podcasts are sold. Or wherever you found this one. There you go. They're not really sold. Apple Podcasts. Apple. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, we, We tweet and Facebook these out, so you can just click those. And then when you go to what's the next Star Wars coming out? Last Jedi? When you go to The Last Jedi, you know what you do? You go to thegeekers.com slash movie tickets, and you buy those movie tickets through Fandango. Then you can skip the line 
or like when we went to see Captain Underpants, there was no line. We didn't really need to buy tickets. Did you review Captain Underpants? No, because I fell asleep. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I, well, I need to go see it again, and I'm not kidding. I might go see it tomorrow by myself. Oh, my God. Well, what are you guys doing? Not going to see Captain Underpants again. My thoughts exactly. Do you want to review it for us? No. Uh, that's my thought. So anyway, you go to thegeekers.com slash movie tickets. You check out uh, the Fandango. Uh, you buy the tickets you're already going to buy. Boom, you skip the lines at the counter. If it's a big premiere, you'll want to do this. Not Captain Underpants. Not a big premiere. Probably for The Last Jedi. Last Jedi will be a big premiere. You go to Fandango, buy them early. Boom, you don't have to go to line. Cars 3? Cars 3? No, yeah. it's coming out. Cars 3's not out. Cars 3's out? Is it out? Today? Oh, yeah, this weekend. It's out. Way, it's yeah. out. Cars 3 is out as we speak. Go anyway. see Cars 3. It's probably great. TheGeekiverse.com slash movie tickets. You buy the tickets you're already going to buy. Then you can skip the counter and then you go straight to the line. Maybe you can go to the concession stand and buy popcorn and stuff early with that time that's shaved. Going through Fandango to buy the tickets. Boom! Whoa. That was good. Thanks. I don't know. I usually don't have a way to sign this off. So what I did... So we just end it? No, but here's what I did with Pav. Ooh, it might not work for this. We could continue talking and then you could just slowly fade our voices out until the podcast ends. I could. You could. But the, there's get a music. Signature move, dude. What I do for wrestling, like uh, is I cut a wrestling promo. That's good. But the, this isn't wrestling. Not to plug other podcasts, but on the Nerdist, you could like they have. We plug like thirty-two different podcasts. I know. I love podcasts. I do too. You could just like and here's your burrito. Your here's your burrito. We don't have a here's your. I made. You Pav, need a here's your burrito. I made Pav cut his own wrestling promo, <laughs> and he wasn't ready for it. I said, "All right, Pav, plug the Geekiverse," and he goes, "Okay." And do it in a wrestling program. He's like, oh, you suck. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make you plug the Geekiverse in your favorite Disney character. What? Can't do a Disney character. You can do Mickey Mouse. Oh-ho! Is that Mickey? That was actually a pretty good Mickey Mouse. Thanks. Can you talk in that? Oh-ho! <laughs> That's not words. Let's go to Geekiverse. You can watch uh, all your favorite wrestling. And- Are you Pinocchio you or Mickey Mouse? Yeah, what do you want us to say? Yeah, go to thegeekiverse.com to watch all your E3 2017 coverage, as well as listen to all your movie, TV, gaming, and wrestling reviews. Oh, geekiverse.com. Christy, let go of his nuts. Let him go on. <laughs> that got awkward. <laughs> She's married. I don't know. To you, no less. So your turn. Your turn. You could do like a Donald Duck, maybe. Can you do that voice? Oh, that's for. Oh, you yeah, can do Stitch. Stitch. That's Gross. good. All right, so here's the line. Ready? Go to thegeekiverse.com for all your E3 2017 coverage and all your movie and gaming reviews. Can you do that in Stitch? Oh. Geekiverse.com, E3 2017 coverage, gaming and movie reviews. In, in three? If I set it up, you'll go on cue. It's, it's perfect. It works every time in radio. It works every time when you're in, under pressure, yeah. In three, two, one. Go to geekiverse.com. For all of your gaming, movie, movie, TV, 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 reviews. That's all I got to know. All right, good enough. We'll see you later.